welcome to Hacking Your ADHD, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. I'm your host, William Kerb, and I have ADHD. On this podcast, I dig into the tools, tactics, and best practices to help you work with your ADHD brain. Hey team, this week we've got a listener question. Hello, my name is Mike, and I have a question about wrapping things up. I have a really difficult time on the last lap of projects, or sometimes there is like a secret lap after what I thought was the last lap, which, you know, sometimes depending on the project includes like sending thank you notes or thank you emails or a bunch of stuff where I sort of feel like I already spent all of the dopamine and executive function of the of the rewards of a project. And then once I sort of feel like I reached that finish line, I realize there are a bunch of little loose ends that need tidying. And I have a really hard time getting to them because it feels like it's over. Okay. Thank you very much. Hey, Mike, thanks for the question. I'm sure this is something that a lot of people deal with. I know I certainly do. It can feel incredibly disheartening to finish a task and then find out that, oh, wait, there's just a little bit more to do, or even a lot more to do if we really haven't planned ahead. In today's episode, we'll be looking at how we can clean up some of those loose ends and how we can avoid getting into some of those situations in the first place. If you'd like to follow along on the show notes page, you can find that at hackingyouradhd.com slash loose ends. Before we get started, I wanted to let you know about the ADHD Rewired Coaching and Accountability Group's upcoming registration event for their winter 2023 session on December 28th, 29th, and 30th. To register, just go to coachingrewired.com. Spots are limited, so get your name on the interest list by clicking the teal button. This podcast is part of the Greater ADHD Rewired Podcast Network, so if you haven't heard of these groups, let me give you a little insight about them. The Coaching and Accountability Groups are a 10-week-long intensive program where you meet three times a week for an hour with your coach to help you through the ups and downs of ADHD life. It's shocking to me that they're already on their 31st season. I went through these coaching groups back in the 11th season, and that feels like just yesterday. But I can confidently say that without having gone through this program, I would not have started this podcast. It was definitely the inciting incident that made me change some things in my life. While a lot of the coaching is structured around learning how to do things, like better manage your time, the group also explores the emotional and more cerebral side of things that really make a difference. Because we all know just buying a new calendar isn't going to be the game changer that we want it to be. So if you're interested now or you've been thinking about it for a while, go sign up for some more information at the upcoming registration events this December 28th, 29th, and 30th. Just go to coachingrewired.com. That link again is coachingrewired.com. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 because I was looking for a better way to hit all my nutritional needs. While it's important that we eat a variety of foods, AG1 gives me the nutritional insurance so that I know even on those days when I'm eating a handful of chocolate chips for lunch, I'm still getting something healthy in my diet. What really sells me is just how easy it is. With one scoop of AG1, I'm getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens to help me start my day right. 
I know with my ADHD, it's incredibly easy to get in ruts with my eating. So having that nutritional insurance of AG1 makes sure that I'm getting all those vitamins and minerals I need for the day. Right now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs for your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com ADHD. Again, that's athleticgreens.com ADHD. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, keep on listening to find out how we can trim up our loose ends and keep looking breezy. Clearing up loose ends is definitely something that we're all going to have to deal with at some point. Even with the most well-planned out projects, there can be issues that we just don't think about. But before we get into how we should be clearing up those loose ends, let's take a second to talk about planning. Yes, I know I just said how no amount of planning will get all those loose ends, but we can still head off a lot of them with some proper planning. So the first thing we want to think about is how a task is comprised of three parts, the setup, the doing, and the cleanup. With ADHD, we tend to be very focused on the present, and so we can end up forgetting about the parts of the task other than the doing. Sometimes the setup can be very minimal. It might just be getting ourselves there or pulling out the document on your screen. But it's still part of the task that comes before the doing. Similarly, cleanup can also sometimes be very simple. If I'm folding laundry, it might just be putting away the laundry basket after my clothes are sorted. Or, on the other hand, these things can end up being just as important as the doing part of the task. And so we really have to focus on all three parts. Now, the reason we want to start with these three parts in mind is so that we're not skipping them during our planning phase. And particularly with this question, we want to be focused on that last piece, the cleanup so that we can try and avoid leaving loose ends that we have to clean up after we feel like we're done. I'm going to borrow a phrase from the author Brene Brown here, and that's painting done. The idea here is, that when we're planning out a task or project, we want to create a complete picture of what done would look like. By creating that complete picture, step-by-step of what done looks like, we're in a better position to know exactly what we need to do and how to get there. One of the ideas that can help here as well is planning with the end in mind. So while we're painting done, we can start with going over what the finish line would look like. We can then take a step back from that and go, okay, Now, what's the step before done look like? And then retrace our steps to where we are now, figuring out everything that we're going to need to do to reach done. Of course, again, even with the most exhaustive planning, we're bound to forget some steps or overlook some places where more things need to get done. We can reach the end of that project and find ourselves still needing to clean up those loose ends. And so there are a few ways that we can work on doing that cleanup. First, once we assess what needs to happen, there's some things that we can just do right then. I know we're low on executive function and our dopamine is running dry, so we feel like just doing it isn't going to cut it. But one thing I found helpful here on these little tasks is acknowledging that, yeah, hey, this sucks and I don't want to do it. But you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. If you can just embrace the suck and do it anyway, that can be a quick and dirty way to get things finished up. Another option here is to try and get a little external motivation going. Give yourself a reward for completing that last lap. 
figure out what you need to do, figure out something that you want, and then stick them together. Maybe you're just creating a quick deadline for yourself. Sometimes I'll have something like, I'm not going to go to lunch until I finish writing these emails. And while it's not perfect, it can help me eke out that last little bit of executive function I need to write the couple sentences and then hit send. Or maybe you'll get yourself a snack or treat yourself to a cute cat video. Now, to be sure, this method is best for those small loose ends. Sending quick thank yous, making easy phone calls, or scheduling something to get posted later. Once tasks go beyond the quick, let's just do it now, there are some other strategies that we can work on employing as well. If something doesn't need to happen right away, we can work on trying to just tie off that loose end. We can ask, can we plan for it in the future? Sure, we're done with the project mentally, but can we still get it on a to-do list for tomorrow or maybe later this week? Now, I know that's also a dangerous proposition because what if we just don't get back to it? So a good strategy here is to then also set up some accountability around that task. Schedule some time for a friend or colleague to check in with you on whether or not you finished. The important part is that while we're putting off this task for later, we're also setting ourselves up with a system to make sure that we actually get back to it. Along with this idea of creating some accountability, we maybe want to try and delegate the task. This is, of course, going to depend on what you're doing and if you're working with someone else. But when we're dealing with those low executive function times, sometimes our best option is to just ask someone else to do it. Or at least have them organize it so that we don't have to make the decision on how it needs to be finished. Now, of course, we also have to consider whether this extra work is even worth it. There are a lot of things where we want to put on these finishing touches that we just don't actually have to do. In these cases, it's okay to cut off those loose ends and say, done is good enough. It can be incredibly freeing to just let go of tasks that we have let hang over our heads for too long. Just because something ends up on our to-do list doesn't necessarily mean that we have to do it. And we have a lot of work like that that can come from scope creep which is when we let a task or project take on far more than we originally intended for it. Scope creep is something that is incredibly easy for me to hit with this podcast, because when I'm working on an episode, I can find a lot of things that are tangentially related to the topic, but are also still important in the messaging. But given that I only want to keep these episodes to around 10 to 15 minutes, that means I can't just jump on every tangent that comes my way. Fortunately for me, this is a weekly podcast, and so when I cut certain segments, they can often be seeds for new episodes, or sometimes making an episode into a series. Now, our best way to combat scope creep is what we talked about earlier with painting done. When we have a clear finish line and what it means to cross that finish line, it's a lot easier for us to stay on track. However, with ADHD, we do love to add on new ideas. My intention might just be to tidy up my office, but then I think, I should also move that chair so that I have better access to my shelves. And while I'm moving that chair, maybe I should also move my desk. And I guess I could also get a rug in here. And really, while I'm doing this, I should get some new lighting, because it can get really dim in here in the evening, and you get the picture. We've all had our late night rearranging the furniture binges, right? The point being that it can be incredibly easy to let us take something as simple as doing a quick tidy up and letting it snowball into a huge project. And just being honest here, just talking about this has me considering big changes in my office now which is kind of hilarious to me, especially because I don't need a project like that right now. Anyway, let's bring this back. Because, yes, while I do need to tidy up my office, I don't need to make it that kind of project. So how do I keep myself from letting that kind of scope creep set in? So, again, our first step is to be clear about what our goals really are. If I need to tidy up my office, I need to define what that actually means. So that might be clearing the papers off my desk, or just clearing off the flat surfaces so that they're functional again could mean taking out the trash and getting an empty box off my floor. 
It just matters what I've defined as being tidy here. And if you're having trouble with the desires to do more, it can also be helpful to define what we aren't doing. So I could say, tidying my office does not involve moving around any furniture. It also doesn't mean getting any new lights or trying to redesign anything. It's just tidying. Now, those things might still worth doing, but I should make them their own project. If I want to rearrange my office, that's going to take a significant amount of time and effort to do so. And so I need to make real plans on when and how I want that to happen. Just having that tacked on to a task of tidying up is not going to serve me well. Additionally to defining what done looks like, I also want to prioritize what's important for actually completing the task. It's easy to let tasks inflate when we don't have a good sense of what the most important parts are. If I'm trying to clean my kitchen but get caught up rearranging my spices, that's probably an indication that I'm not keeping within my scope very well. What can be really helpful here is using a prioritized checklist, meaning that we're putting our most important items at top and are working our way down. Sure, it would be great if I swept the floor in my kitchen, but it's going to be more important that I'm filling up the dishwasher and wiping down the counters first. If I have those things done first, I know I'm going to feel better about getting a clean kitchen than if the only thing I got done was organizing my silverware drawer. And again, this isn't saying those other things on your checklist aren't important. It's just about trying to make sure that you got your most important items done first. All right, I hope that helps, and thanks again for the question. Thanks for sticking with me all the way to the end. Before you go, though, let's do a quick rundown of today's top tips. One, tasks are comprised of three parts, the setup, the doing, and the cleanup. With ADHD, we tend to be very focused on the present, but when we're planning, it's important for us to consider all three aspects so that we're not leaving any one of the parts out. Two, one of the primary ways that we can avoid having too many loose ends is by painting done and creating a clear picture of everything it entails to finish our tasks or projects. 3. Scope creep is when we let a task or project take on far more than we originally intended and let what might have been a small task become completely unmanageable. We can avoid scope creep by having a clear picture of what we want to accomplish and doing just that, or by separating new goals into new projects so that we can really focus on those things instead of just having them as add-on aspects of our original task. That's it. Thanks for listening. I'd love to hear what you thought of this episode. You can leave me a message over at hackingyouradhd.com slash contact. You can also reach me on Twitter at hackingyouradhd. And I've also just launched a TikTok channel that you can find by searching for Hacking Your ADHD. If you'd like links or to read this episode's transcript, you can find those on the show notes page at hackingyouradhd.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, the best way is to share episodes with someone you think would get something out of it. Just click the share button on your podcast player and send your bestie the link with something like, hey, I loved this episode of Hacking Your ADHD. I bet you'd get a lot out of it too. Or you can support the show through my Patreon at hackingyouradhd.com slash Patreon. Sign up for the 2 5 10 25 or even $50 a month level and get some great perks like monthly bonus content or early access to upcoming episodes. That's hackingyouradhd.com slash Patreon. And be sure to check out all the other podcasts on the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. For interviews with fellow ADHDers and ADHD experts, check out Eric Tiver's show, ADHD Rewired. 
For those of you with kids, be sure to check out Brendan Mahan's show, ADHD Essentials. And even if you don't have kids, his show is still a great resource for ADHD management. If you're interested in exploring issues of race and diversity in ADHD, be sure to check out ADHD Diversified with MJ. I also do a live Q&A with all the hosts of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network on the second Tuesday of the month at 10.30 a.m. Pacific. If you'd like to sign up, just go to ADHDrewired.com slash events. And now for your moment of dad. What do a cat on the beach and Christmas have in common? They both have sandy claws.